The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Sunday is here, a day of rest, the Lord's Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Sunday, July 24th, 2022, the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2, and Sunday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. In today's readings, especially in the Gospel, we're told to ask daily for our true needs from God, who desires to fulfill them. Especially in the Gospel today, The Lord first teaches his disciples to pray the Our Father, and then he tells them, keep on asking for the things that you need. Persevere in prayer. Don't give up. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Come Holy Spirit, inflame our hearts with the longings of Christ's sacred heart so that we might truly offer our persons and works in union with him for the salvation of the world. Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we consecrate ourselves to your Sacred Heart, and we offer ourselves with you to the Father in your holy sacrifice of the Mass, with our prayer, work, sufferings, and joys of this day, in reparation for our sins, and that your kingdom come. We especially pray for the Church throughout the world, for the Holy Father and his intentions, for the evangelization and conversion of the whole world, for our bishop and his intentions, for our parish, and for our families and their needs. Listen to us, O Lord, through Christ your Son. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for the elderly who represent the roots and memory of a people. May their experience and wisdom help young people to look towards the future with hope and responsibility. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you pardon for my sins and the grace to make these moments of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. St. Luke begins the gospel reading we discover today in a curiously vague way. It happened, he says, that while Jesus was in a certain place praying, and he's always toying with us when he says, in a certain place, he didn't even need to mention the place. He could have just said, for example, Jesus was praying, And that would have been fine. But this vagueness invites us into the breadth of Jesus' life. Where was he? In the passage just before, he was at Bethany, in Martha's house. Was he still there? Or in the orchard out the back of that country home? Or was this something already far from Bethany? At other times we know that Jesus got up and looked for a quiet and lonely place to pray. And maybe this was one of those. Near the lakeside, or more easily on a mountainside. I can see you in all those contexts, Jesus. 
I can see you finding space for prayer anywhere and turning everywhere into a space for prayer. Whether at Martha's house or on the mountainside, it doesn't matter. The more that I contemplate you praying, Jesus, it doesn't matter where I see you. I see only one thing. I only see you. I mean that in two ways. I'm so used to the idea that you would find a deserted and lonely place to pray that even while you prayed in the presence of your disciples, I see only you. You, in your prayer, become the center of everything. I see you alone. Alone with your Father. And that's the second way. I'm drawn in by that mysterious depth that was inaccessible to the eyes, not just to the eyes of my imagination, but to the eyes of those even who witnessed you then and there. What it would have been like to watch you pray. I'm envious of the apostles, in a sense. I can see them looking at you, alone, in your prayer. No matter where, in the solitude of that intimate conversation between father and son. I wonder, Lord, how long you were there. Ten minutes. Or two hours. Who knows? But I contemplate your disciples there, looking at you. I can imagine that they would have even felt scared to move too loudly, for fear of interrupting that sacred conversation they were witnessing, even if witnessing only from the outside. Witnessing while wondering, wondering what it was like to pray like that. What did they think as they watched you? How much they must have wished, burned, ardently longed to have the same dialogue with God as they saw manifesting in you. So it makes perfect sense to me that when you finish praying, one of your disciples asks you, Lord, teach us to pray. Who wouldn't want to learn that prayer after witnessing it? And I think of you with the depth of that conversation you've just lived, still vibrant and life-giving to your heart and your mind. I can see the minutes or even hours of prayer still fresh and filling your vision. And that gives all the more meaning when I hear your answer to that providential disciple and the intimate communion of conversation which fills your spirit comes out in the response that we know too well, and yet fail to know at all. Father, may your name be held holy, your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive each one who is in debt to us, and do not put us to the test. It's true that we know this prayer too well, and we don't know it at all. For us, the Our Father is just one of those things that we learnt by rote, most of us at the earliest age. It was probably already in the realm of muscle memory before the words were properly understood. But we don't know it at all, inasmuch as it remains a recitation whose words flow forth with the same effortlessness as one's breath, while the spirit that first put forward those words remains a relationship seemingly undiscovered and unlived. Our Our Fathers all too often are words we know too well, which speak of what we hardly have begun to know. Jesus, 
When I contemplate the way that these words seem to distill that conversation between you and the Father, that they weren't a nice composition, but the overflow of everything you experienced in your relationship with the Father, not something learnt by rote, but something lived and loved, so much that it gushed forth as the essence of your relationship within the divine. When I contemplate the Our Father like that, I also want to enter into that relationship like you. Just like that blessed apostle who then asked you for the grace of us all, as he watched you and longed for the same. Lord, teach us to pray. I see your prayer, Lord being something of the same way a friend of mine was when he got married. I don't mean the preparations, nor reception, nor even the facts and details of the ceremony itself. Truth be told, I was there at the ceremony, but I couldn't see much. I wasn't a priest then, and had just found myself a very discreet seat somewhere down the back. Everything was going according to plan, and, in my very detached way, that was about where the importance of it finished. Function performed. Sure enough, the time for the vows came, and still everything went according to plan. While I sat there, dutifully content, and still utterly emotionally uninvolved with the event. Don't get me wrong, I really liked my friend, but it just wasn't the kind of thing that moved me to tears. Not like it seemed to move some of the women further down the pew on which I sat. For me, everything according to plan. All good, function performed, complete success, and nothing more than that. So I thought. And then I learned something. The recessional began, and I saw my friend walking back down the aisle with his now wife, arm in arm, and his face was radiant, like I'd never seen him before. The transformation that had come over him was not just a function performed. You could see that he was living it in every part of his being. It was life-defining in the most positive sense. I was dumbfounded as I looked at his face and couldn't stop marveling at what I saw. Well, I don't think he stopped marvelling for much longer than me. And that, Lord, is something of the way I see your prayer. Maybe not with the singular intensity of that person's wedding day, but that when you prayed, it must surely have deepened this relationship that defined not only your life, but who you are, the eternal you. Lord, teach us to pray like that in a way that makes a reality of the relationship that will define us for eternity. Teach us how we can take not just the words, but the spirit of the Our Father. Or perhaps more to the point, teach us how to live out the Our Father as our relationship with the Father, so that our lives also will find there the spirit of this intimate prayer, this profound relationship between God, Father Almighty, and His beloved Son, the child He loves, and who loves him back. It's true, I know, that our prayer won't be exactly like yours, but even then, when you gave us the Our Father, I know you were teaching us to pray as we are, not as you are. 
you didn't need to ask the Father for forgiveness, for example, but being the beloved son, you knew how a child of God could ask for that. In short, you must have known how to make your prayer ours. If this prayer really is for us to live and not merely to say, help us to build a relationship with the Father in everything you taught us here. When that disciple asked you, Lord, teach us to pray. We can ask our mother, the Virgin Mary, to teach us alongside her son. Mary, help of Christians, help us. Help us to discover everything that your son wants us to, in the prayer that he brought forth from his own. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your assistance in putting them into effect. My Maker the Mother, Saint Joseph my Father and Lord, my guiding angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 13 past the hour on Sunday, July 24th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day now praying with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving. And sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us sing to the Lord. And shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us sing to the Lord. And shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Today listen to the voice of the Lord. 
Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia. God, Father, praise and glory, your children come to sing. Goodwill and peace to mankind, the gifts your kingdom brings. O most holy Trinity, undivided unity, holy God, mighty God, God immortal be adored. Holy Ghost Creator, the gift of God Most High, life, love, and holy wisdom, our weakness now supply. O Most Holy Trinity, undivided unity, Holy God, God immortal, be adored. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Happy indeed is the man who follows not the counsel of the wicked, nor lingers in the way of sinners, nor sits in the company of scorners, but whose delight is the law of the Lord, and who ponders his law day and night. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. He is like a tree that is planted beside the flowing waters, 
that yields its fruit in due season, and whose leaves shall never fade, and all that he does shall prosper. Not so are the wicked, not so. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. For they, like winnowed chaff, shall be driven away by the wind. When the wicked are judged, they shall not stand, nor find room among those who are just. For the Lord guards the way of the just, but the way of the wicked leads to doom. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you are the fullness of life of holiness and of joy. Fill our days and nights with the love of your wisdom, that we may bear fruit in the beauty of holiness like a tree watered by running streams. See how the cross of the Lord stands revealed as the tree of life. Here is a king of my own choosing who will rule on Mount Zion. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Why this tumult among nations, among peoples this useless murmuring? They arise, the kings of the earth. Princes plot against the Lord and his anointed. Come, let us break their fetters. Come, let us cast off their yoke. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. He who sits in the heavens laughs, the Lord is laughing them to scorn. Then he will speak in his anger, his rage will strike them in terror. It is I who have set up my king on Zion, my holy mountain. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. I will announce the decree of the Lord. The Lord said to me, You are my son. It is I who have begotten you this day. Ask, and I shall bequeath you the nations. Put the ends of the earth in your possession. With a rod of iron you will break them. Shatter them like a potter's jar. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. 
Now, O kings, understand. Take warning, rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe and trembling. Pay him your homage, lest he be angry and you perish. For suddenly his anger will blaze. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Blessed are they who put their trust in God. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, you gave the peoples of the world as the inheritance of your only Son. You crowned him as King of Zion, your holy city, and gave him your church to be his bride. As he proclaims the law of your eternal kingdom, may we serve him faithfully and so share his royal power forever. Here is a king of my own choosing, who will rule on Mount Zion. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. How many are my foes, O Lord? How many are rising up against me? How many are saying about me, There is no help for him in God? Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. But you, Lord, are a shield about me, my glory who lift up my head. I cry aloud to the Lord. He answers from his holy mountain. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. I lie down to rest and I sleep. I wake, for the Lord upholds me. I will not fear even thousands of people who are ranged on every side against me. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. Arise, Lord, save me, my God. You who strike all my foes on the mouth, you who break the teeth of the wicked, O Lord of salvation, bless your people. Lord, you are my protector, you have raised me up in glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, you heard the cry of your Son when he was oppressed and saved him from the sleep of death. Arise, Lord, help your church 
be its shield so that it may hold up its head and radiate the glory of the resurrection. Lord, you are my protector. You have raised me up in glory. May the word of Christ ever fill your hearts. Share with one another the wisdom you receive. A reading from the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. Make room for us in your hearts. We have injured no one. We have corrupted no one. We have cheated no one. I do not condemn you. I have already said that you are in our hearts, even to the sharing of death and life together. I speak to you with utter frankness and boast much about you. I am filled with consolation. And despite my many afflictions, my joy knows no bounds. When I arrived in Macedonia, I was restless and exhausted. I was under all kinds of stress, quarrels with others and fears within myself. But God, who gives heart to those who are low in spirit, gave me strength with the arrival of Titus. This he did not only by his arrival, but by the reinforcement Titus had already received from you. For he reported your longing, your grief, and your ardent concern for me, so that my joy is greater still. If I saddened you by my letter, I have no regrets. Or if I did feel some regret, because I understand that the letter caused you grief for a time. I am happy once again, not because you were saddened, but because your sadness led to repentance. You were filled with a sorrow that came from God. Thus you did not suffer any loss from us. Indeed, sorrow for God's sake produces a repentance without regrets leading to salvation, whereas worldly sorrow brings death. Just look at the fruit of this sorrow which stems from God. What a measure of holy zeal it has brought you, not to speak of readiness to defend yourselves. What indignation, fear, and longing. What ardent desire to restore the balance of justice. In every way you have displayed your innocence in this matter. Therefore my writing to you was not intended for the man who had given the offense, or for the one offended, but to make plain in the sight of God the devotion you have for us. This done, we are comforted. Beyond this consolation, we have rejoiced even more at the joy of Titus, because his mind has been set at rest by all of you. For though I had boasted to him about you, I was not put to shame. Rather, just as everything I ever said to you was true, so my boasting to Titus has proved equally true. His heart embraces you with an expanding love as he recalls the obedience you showed to God when you received him in fear and trembling. I rejoice because I trust you utterly.
The Word of the Lord. The sorrow God sends us produces a repentance that leads to salvation. But worldly sorrow brings death. Our sorrow was used by God, and so we suffered no loss. But worldly sorrow brings death. A reading from a homily on the second letter to the Corinthians by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. Again Paul turns to speak of love, softening the harshness of his rebuke. For after convicting and reproaching them for not loving him as he had loved them, breaking away from his love and attaching themselves to troublemakers, he again takes the edge off the reproach by saying, Open your hearts to us, that is, love us. He asks for a favor, which will be no burden to them, but will be more profitable to the giver than to the receiver. And he did not use the word love, but said more appealingly, Open your hearts to us. Who, he said, has cast us from your minds, thrust us from your hearts? How is it that you feel constraint with us? For since he has said earlier, you are restricted in your own affection. He now declares himself more openly and says, Open your hearts to us, thus once more drawing them toward him. For nothing so much wins love as the knowledge that one's lover desires most of all to be himself loved. For I said before, he tells them, that you are in our hearts to die together or live together. This is love at its height. And even though in disfavor, he wishes both to die and to live with them. For you are in our hearts, not just somehow or other, but in the way I have said. It is possible to love and yet to draw back when danger threatens, but my love is not like that. I am filled with consolation. What consolation? That which comes from you because you, being changed for the better, have consoled me by what you have done. It is natural for a lover both to complain that he is not loved in return and to fear that he may cause distress by complaining too much. Therefore, he says, I am filled with consolation. I rejoice exceedingly. It is as if he said, I was much grieved on your account, but you have made it up for me in full measure and given me comfort. For you have not only removed the cause for any grief, but filled me with a richer joy. Then he shows the greatness of that joy by saying not only, I rejoice exceedingly, but also the words which follow, in all my tribulations. So great, he says, was the delight that you gave me, that it was not even dimmed by so much tribulation, but overcame by its strength and keenness all those sorrows which had invaded my heart, and took away from me all awareness of them. I performed among you works that prove my apostleship, in all patience with signs, wonders, and miracles. I will gladly spend myself and be spent for you, in all patience with signs, wonders, and miracles. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the 
eternal Father, all creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy. For we place our trust in you. And we shall never hope in vain. Let us pray. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us, and grant that, with you as our ruler and guide, 
we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 20 minutes before the hour, it's daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Sunday, July 24th, 2022, the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord teaches the apostles, the Our Father, and then says, don't stop asking for what you need from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. Which of you who has a friend will go to him at midnight and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has arrived on a journey and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within, Do not bother me. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. I tell you, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Let's keep on praying. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, Come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
as morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Alleluia. O God, you are my God, for you I long, for you my soul is thirsting, my body pines for you, like a dry weary land without water. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary, to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life, my lips will speak your praise. So will I bless you all my life, in your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet, my mouth shall praise you with joy. On my bed I remember you, on you I muse through the night, for you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice, my soul clings to you, your right hand holds me fast. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Father, creator of unfailing light, give that same light to those who call to you. May our lips praise you, our lives proclaim your goodness, our work give you honor, and our voices celebrate you forever. As morning breaks, I look to you, O God, to be my strength this day. Alleluia. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God! Alleluia! Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt Him forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. 
Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills, bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth, bless the Lord. You springs, bless the Lord. Seas and rivers, bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures, bless the Lord. All you birds of the air, bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy men of humble heart, bless the Lord. Ananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven. Praiseworthy and glorious and exalted above all forever. From the midst of the flames, the three young men cried out with one voice, Blessed be God, Alleluia. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their King, Alleluia! Sing a new song to the Lord, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel rejoice in its Maker, Let Zion's sons exult in their King. Let them praise His name with dancing, and make music with timbrel and harp. For the Lord takes delight in his people. He crowns the poor with salvation. Let the faithful rejoice in their glory, shout for joy and take their rest. Let the praise of God be on their lips, and a two-edged sword in their hand to deal out vengeance to the nations and punishment on all the peoples, to bind their kings in chains 
and their nobles in fetters of iron, to carry out the sentence preordained. This honor is for all his faithful. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let Israel rejoice in you, Lord, and acknowledge you as Creator and Redeemer. We put our trust in your faithfulness and proclaim the wonderful truths of salvation. May your loving kindness embrace us now and forever. Let the people of Zion rejoice in their King. Alleluia! A reading from the book of Revelation. I saw before me a huge crowd which no one could count, from every nation and race, people and tongue. They stood before the throne and the Lamb, dressed in long white robes and holding palm branches in their hands, they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation is from our God, who is seated on the throne, and from the Lamb. All the angels who were standing around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures fell down before the throne to worship God. They said, Amen, praise and glory, wisdom and thanksgiving and honor, power and might to our God forever and ever. Amen. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have Have mercy mercy on us. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. When those men saw the signs Jesus performed, they said, Surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophet he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, 
to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. When those men saw the signs Jesus performed, They said, Surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. Christ is the sun that never sets, the true light that shines on every man. Let us call out to him in praise. Lord, you are our life and and our salvation. Creator of the stars, we thank you for your gift the first rays of the dawn. And we commemorate your resurrection. Lord, you are our life and and our salvation. May your Holy Spirit teach us to do your will today. And may your wisdom guide us always. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. Each Sunday, give us the joy of gathering as your people around the table of your word and your body. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. From our hearts we thank you for your countless blessings. Lord, you are our life and our salvation. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us, and grant that, with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm going to say. It's Sunday, so you get to Mass and receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Lord. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out, make it a great and holy day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. 
Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.